Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of Hear Me Out. Tomorrow is Christmas Eve, and Blay and I love Christmas, so we're going to take this week off, but in the meantime, we wanted to direct your attention to our very first episode that we ever put out. It's called We Should Go to Space, and the special guest was Amy Shearer title. It's an awesome episode. Hope you guys enjoy it, and Merry Christmas. Yeah, dude. Seriously, just hear me out. Please, will you hear me out? Hey, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Hear Me Out. My name's RJ. My name is Blay. And every episode, RJ and I try to convince the other person to like one of the things that we like. Because you know what? It's going to make us better friends. We're two selfish dudes. It's going to make us better friends, right? Of course it will. And the loser has to donate to an amazing charity. And RJ, what is our charity that the loser will be donating to this week? Today's charity is the Planetary Society. They accelerate progress in robotic space exploration, human space exploration, planetary defense, and the search for life. The Planetary Society. love it. And we're doing the Planetary Society this week because our topic this week... What are you going to try to convince me of, Blairt? I'm going to try to convince you that you should go to space physically go to space because it's awesome why are you laughing like physically go yes we should go to space it's awesome and i brought along an amazing uh expert this week her name is amy shira title she's a science author space flight historian youtuber and podcaster i am none of those things except no maybe neither of us are either of those things what's up amy how are you i'm good i'm good thanks for having me you guys oh (laughs) man amy we're so excited this is so great i really want to go to space like physically go to space and rj does not no so i'm bringing i'm bringing you on the podcast as my expert to convince rj to go to space. But before we get there... Wait, can we just about- be clear that I am into space? I lo- I'm obsessed with space stuff. I've got an Apollo 11 Lego right next to me. I'm, I'm into it all. But physically going sounds horrendous. You coward. Uh, Amy, you just... Uh, you... Just came out with a book. Tell us about your book. I did, yeah. My second book came out uh, conveniently right before the world shut down and everyone stopped Love reading it. narrative nonfiction, so it's <gasps> been fun. No. Um, yeah, par- apparently everyone Never. wants to escape into fantasy land now, not the world of 1930s female pilots trying to break barriers in a male-dominant world, which is what my book is about. Uh, I, called- would, <laughs> I would say we're in horrible fantasy land and I want to escape back into yeah. real life, so right? I want to read your book. Yes, See, exactly. I, that's that's kind of the way I think too. I just I'm craving regular life again. Uh, it's called Fighting for Space, and it's the true story of two female pilots, uh, top of their field, uh, in awesome. various ways, eventually coming head to head with the issue of should women fly in space in the 1960s. That's crazy. That's yeah. amazing. Now, are you are you? I, I assume you're also incredibly up to date with all things space at the moment. Yeah. One might think, but one might be slightly wrong. <laughs> really? <laughs> the, did you oh, watch? No. 
What was too the, much? Uh, too much? Too much Super Mario playing? Too much? Yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I, I, I'm uh-huh. I'm too busy trying to get get good at, at Super Mario World. Yeah, no, no. I um the thing with being a, an historian is that you end up living in the past a lot. So like oh, I oh, um you know I, I obviously like I watch the SpaceX launch and I kind of keep abreast of what's going yeah. on right now. But most of my research and the stuff that I really like go deep down the rabbit hole on is stuff that happened, you know, 60, 70 years ago in aviation, right. 30, 40, 50 years ago in space. So I I know stuff about modern space. And, you know, lucky for me, it doesn't, <coughs> you know, the, the human factors and stuff doesn't change very much. But like, I know, I know intricacies about the Apollo programs, but I don't know if I could tell you who's on board the space station right now. Yeah, wow. yeah, yeah. Well, it's I, that kind of stuff. So yeah, it's interesting. I, I I try to think of like how insane would it be if someone like Sally Ride or these people on the early Apollo missions saw the rocket land back onto that pad that we have now. Like wow. stuff like that had yeah. to would just blow people's minds. I think. Yeah, this is all the stuff that people have been wanting to do. Like reusability is great in space. All these things that can like keep the cost down and keep from polluting too much. But you know, I, I always say, and it's it sounds a bit like a joke, but it's not. Like the space race kind of ruined spaceflight a little bit because it forced oh, this fast tracking into things that were like we have to get this done now. Like right. with the Apollo program, it was awesome. Don't get me wrong. I have like my wall in my living room is all <laughs> these astronaut autographs because like they're my rock stars. Um, wow, that's amazing. And they, cool. you know, but at the same time, it created an architecture and technology that could only do that one mission. It couldn't go anywhere else. The lunar right. module can't land on Mars, in spite of the movie Capricorn One. Um, <laughs> you know, there's there's limitations to what came out of that, and it ended up being an architecture that was like we could only use it for that, and we couldn't really find a purpose to maintain it. It was too expensive to keep it going and repurpose yeah. it. So we ended up having to kind of take a step back, and the shuttle was like, let's start something reusable now. After we've yeah, done the big stuff, right. when the popularity is down, so I think I think without the this push to go to the moon, we we wouldn't have fast tracked things, but we might have had a more lasting architecture. What do you think about the private t- private whatever? What do you think about <laughs> space flight? I'm right. dumb. Moving into the uh, private so sector, like you know, yeah. RJ mentioned the the boosters coming back, and and you know, Elon Musk being able to do things because yeah. you know it's his money and his company versus yeah, the it's government. A whole this, the private sector brings a whole new layer in, which I I feel like I'm just I don't know enough about it because NASA's mm. government, it's public. I can I can email them and they have to tell me what's going on because it's right. my taxpayer money that yes. is getting those rockets up. Elon Musk doesn't have to tell me anything. Right. So, right. you know, he That's talks true. about he's he knows how to land humans on Mars. And I'm like, OK, because the last time I spoke to people at NASA about this, they said it's theoretically possible, but we'll need billions of dollars to research it to then build the stuff. Because right now, right. We're kind of at the limit, just, you know, to not to get super technical, but like how far you have to fall. You have about seven minutes of reentry. You can't get a parachute that inflates and actually slows you down. So you need retro rockets, which makes the whole thing heavier. And then it's a, it's all a mess. Um, so cool. By the way, Musk this is like the coolest conversation I've ever <laughs> had with anyone. Yeah, it's unbelievable. We're just, Cheers. RJ and I are yeah. just like, oh I'm my God. I'm literally drooling. This is awesome. <laughs> this is, uh, he is. But that's because of an, a glandular issue. Yeah, yeah unrelated. Right. To okay. We, yeah. we won't he's, draw he, attention to that. He's got, hasn't taken his medication. It's a separate <laughs> thing. But yeah. But but in terms of the reentry, yes, keep going. Yeah, this is so, awesome. Keep going. So you know, there's there's huge challenges around 
how you actually slow a spacecraft that's large enough and heavy enough to support humans. And, you know, we're, if we're going a mission, say it's seven humans. That's right. a, Those are a lot of humans. That's a lot of piping. They're fragile. Them. They, They're fragile. Yeah. That's a lot um, of blood bags. A yeah. lot of blood bags in, we, a, in, a, in a tin can. Humans <laughs> require a lot of things to stay alive in terms of Ugh. food and oxygen and water. And they also produce a lot of things that need to be yeah. dealt with, like fecal that's matter true. and urine and, you yeah. know, waste, just garbage. I've got a skincare stuff. routine. I need a lot of, you know, I need I my special moisturizers. My serums, and know? then I've been eating a lot of soft fruit, so I might be, you know, <laughs> making more than I'm taking in. I don't know. I don't want to get into it on the podcast. Any space movie where there's a giant ship, I'm like, that is the dumbest thing. Yeah. Like, yeah. the Death Star is the size of a moon. <laughs> yeah. That means you're going to have to take a flight, like an eight-hour flight to another part of a space. Like, the Enterprise is so big. Yeah. What are you doing? What are you doing? Yeah, it, it just doesn't like, make any I get sense. It. it looks cool. There's all those right. shots. I haven't I haven't watched. I've seen all the Star Wars movies at least, but like, you know right. that shot, I think it's the beginning of the second one of the original, I forget, Empire, I guess, when they're like under it and the ship goes yes. over. I'm like that's a yeah. very cool shot. Very cool. But like why do you need something that big? <laughs> yeah. It's ridiculous. It's, it's the ridiculous. Empire. They're taking over I the galaxy. Know, they I need know. something big. It's really right. just to just to show their might. It's just a sh- You know right. what? It's just We're back about to dudes. Contests. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Thank you. Perfect. Beat me there. I love it. All right. Well, here's speaking of pissing contests. Oh, excellent segue. <laughs> okay. So here's my thing. I don't know if you're going that if it's going to be a pissing contest between you guys or how to have a pissing contest in space. So it's just me basically now pissing on RJ is what this is. Oh, okay. this, if there's no contest involved. It's more of just an act. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. But before we let the pissing contest fully commence, let's take a quick break. All right, we're back. So here's the deal. I think we should go to space uh, for a lot of reasons. There's a lot of reasons to go to space physically, okay? And RJ, I can't believe you love space and don't want to go to space. You're obsessed with space, but don't want to go. Yes, exactly. And part of the reason I don't want to go is because I'm obsessed. I know that, like, death is so close when you're in space. You know what I mean? I'm in a house Death right now with here, walls. Dude. Death is close here. Yeah, but if I open this window, I don't die. You don't know that. <laughs> Maybe you fall out. All right, so anyway, my first, here's here's the first reason why we should go to space. All right? Okay, hit me. Actually, you just gave me a new one, which is you could die a boring death on Earth. Like, imagine you're like, okay, you're walking across the street, you get hit by a bus, you die. Happens every day to a lot of people. Okay. Right? How much cooler is it if you get hit by a space bus? That that much cooler. That much cooler. All right? Everything in space is cooler, and you're going to die anyway. You might as well die in space in a cool make a headline dude live a little you know oh my god you can also die in a super boring way in space but if it's in space it's in space (laughs) you're in space (laughs) all right fine i'll mark it down on the list a cool way to die okay why i should go to space thank you just everything is more exciting in space so you could be boring and stay here or you go to space okay that but you just gave me that was just off the dome you're welcome first of all here's the thing man now let's let's just be honest okay we're going to have to eventually go to space, all right? Whether or not you love the movie Wait, what, you mean you and me? No, just shut up for a second. <laughs> Whether or not you love the movie Interstellar... Love it, I love the, it. The right, of course, the writing is on the wall. Humanity is going to need to expand to the stars, okay? Okay. 
So here's the thing. You have an opportunity right now. All right. And Amy, this is what I'm going to say. RJ has an opportunity as somebody who's written, uh, wrote an amazing book about these, these figures who, who should be lauded and, and their names should be etched on the marble halls of history forever. You could be one of those names, dude, because you could be at the forefront of space exploration. When humanity eventually will spread like a virus across the cosmos. <laughs> no. And eventually, so, but, and you could be the leader in that. Eventually, it's not going to be even a thing. You're just like sad Bradstra going to Mars, going to Jupiter, whatever. WTF, who cares? Now, here's why but I now couldn't. it's a big thing. So you are you could be one of the few. Sorry, go ahead. Yeah, no, I, I was just going to say, and uh, Amy, you can back me up here. The I, the reason I wouldn't be one of those people is because I'm not good at math. I'm not a pilot. Aww. Like, I don't I'm not going to be the guy chosen to go pioneer some crazy space adventure. I'm just going to be the guy sitting in the passenger seat, buckled up, eating my popcorn. I assume they give you popcorn on space flights. And just going along for the ride, why would uh-huh. I, like, I would get zero notoriety if I went Now, wait space. a second. Wait a second. Amy, here's a question. Uh-huh. <laughs> now, you said... Amy's that in the six. She's, in your book, she's like, she's like, <laughs> click. Okay. You said that, that they, in the beginning of space exploration, they would just send people up because, you know, maybe they'll die. Maybe they'll, right? Mm-hmm. So what, can RJ be one of these people who just send up in, well, in case something's going to blow up? I think the compelling reason why you would actually be an asset in spaceflight, especially in one of these early missions, is, okay, yes, you need the engineers, you need the fix-it, you need the doctors, you need the pilots, but... The you need the models. Like, I guess I can you, be the you need the talent. You but, need the talent like me to be yes, on the poster. But, but anyway, go but ahead. think about think about how boring spaceflight is. Okay, if we're let's oh. let's say we're for argument's sake we're going on a mission to Mars. It takes you six to nine months to get there. That's do number two on my people, list. Boring. Do you think those people are going to need entertainment? Don't you think they're going to need the morale of someone who is funny and who is clever and who can keep everyone entertained? Uh, so maybe we shouldn't send RJ. Wait, now I'm thinking, now I'm thinking RJ should stay. I knew this was coming. This was going to eat into your own argument, you son of a bitch. But <laughs> I love it's, it. I think, I think it's true. I think there's, um, you know... On the Apollo missions, they tried to entertain the crew to like keep them from you know right. mentally fl- freaking out about the fact that they're on the moon. You're going to need people on these theoretical exactly. long distance missions to like keep things okay, like emotionally. This is like yes. you're, you're like like chief of emotions. <laughs> yes, yeah, yeah. that is and you know that what? is actually a vital job. It's not it's not just about who can build a thing. It's going to have to include who can kind of keep everyone chill. Exactly. Thank and and you know what but, the thing is, RJ. I do make fun of you, but you are you get along with everybody. You're very charming. You don't have a weird stench like I do, so you're good in an enclosed space. Yeah, especially you don't when sweat you a lot. Up. By the way, before we started, Amy, RJ told me he's like, "Are you all right, man? You're sweating." I'm like, "Yeah." <laughs> I thought I've you been were just working hot. all day. <laughs> I've been working since nine a.m. straight. I am hot. I'm so hot and exhausted. <laughs> he's like, "Yeah." Oh, you're sweating a lot. I'm like, "Jesus, all right, fuck." <laughs> Right, but and then you're like, hi, I'm like, oh god, well, this, is <laughs> yeah. this this is a perfect example of why I can't be the chief of emotions. I'm not oh, like, stop. I'm not a therapist. That's I don't know how true. to deal with. That's anyone. not true. You're my therapist, and you're my dating guru. You, dude, you are like, you're like my therapist, my dating guru. You're like my second mom. You know, you can. Hey, can you cook? Wasn't there even cook. a movie called Mars Needs Moms? Ah! <laughs> Amy's killing it right now. Wait, that's All a right. that's a perfect example of why I don't think you should go to space. Is 
you can't date. There's no dating around, Mr. Blair. I can't date on Earth either. You're telling, so well, I, that's true. I'd rather be in space, not dating, because then I'm true. like, I'm in space. It's okay. Versus here, where it's like, oh, <laughs> just weep into the mirror every night. <laughs> All right. Next. Okay. Yeah, what next, else? Next argument. Next argument. This is a thought experiment. Okay. okay. So I want you to. I want you to close your eyes. Okay. Look inward. Just close. take a moment. Just take a moment. <laughs> Listen to the sound of my voice. I want you to picture. I hate this. Everyone you hate. I want you to picture them. Me included. Picture them all. Everyone who's ever wronged you. (laughs) Everyone who's ever said a bad word. Now realize they're all on earth. You leave them behind. Go out to space. Everyone you hate. You could just leave. Uh. They're all here, man. That's right. Every single thing you hate. All All the sheets of paper that's giving you paper cuts. It's... I, you know I, when that, I that respect. Astronaut, who's the who's the guy who took the blue marble photo? Amy, do you know that person? The person, who did, sorry to put you on the spot, but uh, anyway, no, the, it was it was it was a Voyager spacecraft. There was no human, but Carl Sagan oh, is the wow. one who. Right. Well, it was, Vo- it was Voyager. It was you I do know your stuff. Yeah. Wow, <laughs> it's my job. You're um, like I, I know, and you're great at it, and you're great. Uh, no, uh, Carl Sagan. Carl Sagan. Carl Sagan. He called it, it the blue uh, pale blue dot. The that pale blue pale dot. Blue dot. Yeah. See, it's like that, except when put through the lens of me, who hates everybody. Instead of everything you've ever known and loved is on the pale blue dot well yeah everything you've also hated is also on that dot pack your bags buddy might as well leave them all behind this is like the most compelling point you could possibly make think about the world right now and think about not being yes done (laughs) true done i'm gone true and this is kind of i was so i was thinking about this i kind of thought you might bring this up because you get to leave behind (laughs) all the shitty stuff because you you know i hate everybody (laughs) but Here's the thing, like being in this weird pandemic kind of. So one of my reasons for not wanting to go to space was FOMO. Like I feel like I would be thinking about Earth and being like, oh, Mm -hmm. man, I wish I could be doing this and this and seeing this person, whatever. But being in this pandemic right now, FOMO is kind of gone because no one's really doing anything. You know what I I mean? It's just like, oh, I agree. I'm just going to do what I want to do. But assuming the pandemic goes away. I go to space and everyone's like, oh, we're all healthy again and we're all out going to concerts and stuff. I would feel so much FOMO. I don't know. I mean, (laughs) okay, I guess. I mean, I'm just saying, like, I think the same reason why you don't. So you're saying you have FOMO because everyone else is not the reason why you don't have FOMO. You're saying that the reason you don't have FOMO right now is because everyone else is not doing anything. Exactly. And that's not true. Everybody's doing stuff. You're just you're just locked in your house. You know what? I would argue you can't. The reason why you don't have FOMO is you can't do it. And that would be the same reason you being in space. People are still doing things. I got this awesome standing desk. I don't know. I learned a new Def Cab for Cutie song that you don't know how to play. I mean, look, man, I'm doing stuff out here. You just don't care because you can't leave your apartment and that just put your apartment in space, dude. That's the thing. Oh, sorry. Your house. You bought a house. Congratulations. So I think, Amy, are you familiar? I'm sure you're familiar with uh, Scott Kelly, the Kelly twins, those guys. Yeah. Yeah, So his book was really cool. I loved his book. It's it's called Endurance. And he was like the, correct me if I'm wrong, but he spent the most amount of time orbiting Earth, right? It was like 200, 300 days or something crazy like that. So in his book, he talks a lot about like, missing birthdays and miss like i don't know i think i think i would just 
I miss birthdays now. I don't care about ah. anybody else. I'm I mean, complete, unless, unless could, I get a notification on my phone. I was just gonna say. I was just gonna say. If you just like ignore social media, you'd never know. You'd never know, dude. I should do that anyway. I mean, I'm do so it sure. anyways for your own mental health <laughs> right now. But if you just stopped looking at Instagram, you would not see people uh, like faking their beach pictures be so and being like, oh, I want to be on the beach. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Just give exactly. it, d- I, delete the apps and get in a, get on a rocket. You'll be fine. Delete the apps. <laughs> there, we, there we go. Exactly. All right. Here's my last point. Okay. okay. Here's my last point. You haven't even gotten to my number one point yet, but keep Okay. Going. I, okay. But my last point is this, and it's, this is going to be, I'm just going to say it right up top. This is a shitty way to think, and I'm sorry, okay? I'm sorry that I think, I'm a shitty person, I think shitty things like this. <laughs> here's the earth, here's the deal, man. We're killing the earth. It's dying. So let's just leave it, trash it, go to space, let's get out of here, leave it to die and burn. I've been playing a lot of post-apocalypse video games right now, and so I just say, fuck it, and let's just start over. Page one rewrite. Let's, you know, let's just get out of here. So I that's agree. my other thing. Yeah, I Forget agree. it. Why fix the earth? Why recycle? You know, they when you recycle a, a, a bot, I almost said tin bottle, which they don't make, <laughs> a tin can or a glass bottle, you know, like not 100% of that is recycled anyway. And probably Gary, whoever's taking the recycling, is probably just dumping it right in the trash anyway. I don't trust Gary. He's just skulking around my garage. He's not right. putting the recycling where he needs to put it. Yeah, fuck Gary. But what I'm fuck saying Gary. is, you, I, I agree w- as a whole, as humanity keeps going. Yeah. This is why space exploration and everything is important i think is because eventually we're gonna have to do something like that but as far as you and me go no way dude no way like what what coward how how is humanity gonna change by me going to space you and me getting shot off into a rocket being space gestures for a space cruise is not gonna change anything for for anyone what's what's the problem you get to be the cruise director life of the party captive audience no one can leave the comedy club in space which you know i love that's the tagline for alien no one can leave a comedy club in space Get the job description. Captive audience, six years. God, sweet. Yeah. I can test all the material. That's right. Yeah. No one can hear you scream, but everybody can hear you laugh. <laughs> Alien. <laughs> anyway, all I'm saying is, look, you have now you have a chance yeah. to make a mark in human history. That that's my number one thing. All right, why? Why do you not want to go to space other than being a coward and having bad instincts? So I get horrible motion sickness, like. Like I can't drive. I go up to Big Bear in the mountains here all the time, and I, like I have to be the one driving, uh, or else I like throw up on the way up there. Are there ways? <laughs> are it's gross. Yeah. It's are there ways that they uh, have come up with recently to counteract that, or do you just have to be a a beast, test pilot, awesome person, and not get motion sickness? I don't think, to the best of my knowledge, and there might be a magic pill that I just don't know about, I don't think they actually have a way of combating motion sickness because it is a different kind of motion sickness when you don't have microgravity and your vestibular system, which is the inner ear that makes you motion sick, has nothing to balance on, right? The whole thing is like your your inner ear can't ground itself because there's no up or down, but your eyes are seeing something and that like... That is what messes with you, and eventually you get used to it. So, you know, people have been throwing up in space since 1968. And if you uh, threw up in space, <laughs> would you you would you would go backwards, right? If you threw up in space, you would go backwards. Um, 
or spin around or something? You would have to have some extremely violent vomiting (laughs) to have that. Like I said. (laughs) But theoretically, if you vomited hard enough, yeah, you'd kind of like propel You know, uh, um, Clooney could have saved himself in, gra- in gravity. Huh? Yeah, yeah, just throw just, up. Yeah, no, that that's a thing. People do throw up, and they kind of get used to it because eventually your body actually settles yeah. into kind of understanding this. I don't know. I've never gotten super super motion sick as an adult, only as a kid. But like after a while, if you're in a car, does it like settle down and you kind of? Yeah, and and it works if it, I go. don't get it Answered at all. If I'm dri- if I'm driving, yeah. I don't. So get we it just at put all. you in the captain's seat and give you a little fake steering wheel because you're not the pilot. Oh. <laughs> I was going to say, if I can drive, I'm in. Okay. If I can drive. He called it drive. If I can drive the rocket. Jesus, you should stay here. (laughs) All right. So here's the thing. Okay. So, RJ, my arguments are we should go to, we should physically go to space because A, it's the future. Humanity is going there anyway. The world is burning. The world is burning. You might as well, you know, tip of the spear have your name in the history books. Let's go to space. Uh, look, man, everyone you hate in the entire world <laughs> is on Earth. Leave it. Uh, yeah, Why yeah, would you? Yeah. Okay, you okay. know, if you go to a party, if you go to a house party and it's full of everyone you hate, which is basically just 30 me's, just 30 versions of me, you would this leave is, the party. You would leave the party. Go to, Why are you staying on the planet? Why are you I don't go to parties that, I'm, that I don't like the people at. Well, what you know what? That's called Earth, man, and you're on it. So time to leave. <laughs> and third, this planet is a sinking ship, dude. Don't stay in the Titanic. Leave. Let's get out there to the stars. Okay, so those are my three arguments. And before we hear your verdict, let's first just take a quick break, all right? All right, we're back. What do you think? Are you convinced? Will you go physically to space? You really kind of did fix my... My fear of FOMO, I think. That, yes. The most compelling point to me, let's say we're all going to space, the four of us, you know, and we're on like a space cruise. I guess I was worried about not having a job, right? Because I have no skills at all. So That's true. I like the idea of, you know, we, we uh, you know, we do a, we do this podcast from space. <laughs> Basically, <laughs> yeah. I mean, you know, if you I, were on this theoretical first mission, that would be your job. So you wouldn't have to worry yeah. about unemployment. That would be pretty cool. And then if if my motion sickness actually did go away after a while, I think I think I could be convinced to go. I'm I'm into it enough. So I think I would be convinced. I think you've you've both convinced me. Yeah. yeah. Awesome. All right. Well, of course, in every episode, we like to donate to a charity. The yeah. loser, quote unquote, has to yeah. donate. Uh, RJ, what is the charity you're going to be donating to uh, this episode? The charity uh, is the Planetary Society. And if anyone else wants to uh, donate with me, you can go to planetary.org. And once RJ donates, Comedy in Space will also comedy be Comedy in their, Space. Yeah, Comedy wait. in Space. Getting that comedy club up on the... Uh, <laughs> National Space Station. Uh, Amy, thank you so much. This was Amy, awesome. You the best. Thank you so much. Thank you guys um, for having me. <laughs> that's right. Please check out her book, Fighting for Space, on Amazon or wherever you buy books. Or if you scream into the sky, like I do, and a book falls in your lap, just scream Fighting for Space into the sky. And of course, go to amyshiratitle.com and uh, follow her at amyshiratitle. Perfect. Uh, Amy, thanks so much. And thank you, RJ. I'm glad I convinced you. We'll see you guys next week. Yeah, thank you guys. 